genius. We should all say a line from a Christmas movie. I've already got mine. So oh, this yeah. is fair. <laughs> yeah, that's a nice suggestion. Let's all say a line to a Christmas movie. Okay, go. I have mine. <laughs> I don't need that. I don't know. Okay, I'm just say hello. let's do this. <laughs> hello and Merry Christmas for those watching, but welcome to the Still Loading Podcast. Uh, we have our friends on the show today. We got Kaylise. Merry Christmas, you filthy animals. Oh, she <laughs> did it. <laughs> uh, we got Jake. Hello. <laughs> what do you got for Christmas, dude? <laughs> I don't know. This is an idea that was 12 seconds ago, dude. I don't Chuck. have anything. What's up? We got Chuck, sorry. <laughs> I was already thinking of Christmas. I don't know. I was trying to say the elf line, but I feel like I'm going to mess it up. There's only then one I line walked through in the elf. Lincoln Tunnel. Yeah. No, it's like cotton-headed... <laughs> Ninny Muggins. Ninny Muggins. Hi, buddy. I hope you find your dad. That's you the best it. line. World's best cup of coffee. <laughs> so this whole podcast is just going to be yeah. We We all got the line. Yeah. We kind of did it. Yeah. It was a collective Besides effort. Jake, but it's okay. I just said one, he you just clown. Said one. I didn't hear it. Whoa, sure, it's Christmas. To there's, me. there's no... Okay, you elf. None there we that. go. There we go. Oh, sorry. I'm go a ahead. big elf. <laughs> <laughs> you are. You'd you be are more of a Santa character yeah. than anything. Because <laughs> Jared's not here. I'm the one that's going to get picked on. No, I won't. I love you. I just love having fun with my friends. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're going <laughs> to... You can cut that out. <laughs> leave, it, leave it. I love it. <laughs> We're going to go into the Christmas episode. There's something about uh, Christmas, obviously, that's a good time, I feel like, at least. Mm-hmm. Maybe you're a Christmas Grinch. I don't know. Maybe you're, you're not. But uh, I want to talk about, I guess, the importance of the Christmas story and like everything about it. Moments leading up to it, the arrival of Jesus, what does it mean for people? What did it mean for people in that day and age? What, did it, what does it mean for us now? Um, and all that stuff. So let's unpack that, shall we? Mm. Yeah. I think um, Christmas is definitely a lot different this year. 100%. Right? Yeah. I got, we don't get to see family this year, which yeah. is really random. Or yeah. not random, but like just sucks. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like none of them want to go out. People uh, from out of state don't want to come in. And mm. it's just like right now it's me and my wife, which is awesome. But uh-huh. it's like, that's it. Uh-huh. That's, um, I'm just going to see some family on Christmas. I'll be honest, but not as much as I'd usually see. Yeah. yeah. A lot of people are, a lot of my family is, um, staying home. Right. So it's just, I was laughing earlier, Chuck, not at what you're saying, but your face is just so just like, <laughs> like you have a deadpan going yeah. on. You're just Cause it, it sucks. Cause like all these traditions that we normally would have, mm-hmm. it's like, we're not doing any of them. Mm-hmm. Like it's legit. We're just hanging out with the media family. Mm-hmm. That's about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> your face. Yeah. Your face is still so dead. Cause it sounds like you really wants to vent some more. <laughs> like he has a lot more to unpack there. And he's like, we're only hanging out with her family. <laughs> oh, no, okay. it's not like that at I, all. I'm just playing. But, the uh, sweetest people. Well, let's playing. talk about the importance then of just the Christmas story in general. And let's start with, I guess, in that time period. Mm. Like, why was it something so new? Why was it something so different? Why was it something, I guess, that shined a light into a dark world? Well, they knew he was coming, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like a... I think I talked about this at our, our Bible study, but it's kind of like how right now you've had people when COVID hit where it was like, is this the end of the world? 
Mm-hmm. Hey, what does the Bible say about the end of the world? Like, right? And then you have people that have been here for a lot longer, older than us. They're like, they said, the, you know, year two thousand was the end of the world. They said twenty twelve mm-hmm. was the end of the world. They said this was the end. Of, they said this, and you have to imagine over the Jews. The Jews were expecting this guy for so long. Yeah. That how many people were like, oh, is this him? Is this him? And it was never him. Mm-hmm. And now it's finally him. You know. Yeah. Like it's finally this is the guy, and it takes time for them to realize that but to think that after all these times they've been waiting and for that to be it's finally here dude that's that's what the ancestors and they've been waiting for that for that forever yeah yeah i think even from the time of abraham it was like about what like two thousand years mm-hmm. or something of that something. i believe some thousand yeah and that yeah that's crazy right it's this Something you read about in these scriptures that they say are holy, that are from God. This is like them going through the wilderness, uh, seeing the Red Sea split, um, to being in, under Roman rule, to mm-hmm. just... And I think that's even something important in the Christmas story is a lot of the, the, the Jewish people, they expected Jesus to be something different. Yeah. You know? Yeah. They expect it, him to be more political. Yeah. they Like even when Jesus talks to his disciples... And he says, like, who do you say I am? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, we were talking about mm-hmm. that. Um, and some are like, some say Elijah, some say John the Baptist, some say this. And I was reading something where it was talking about how they named those people because those were more like anti-governmental, like kind of stick it Revolutionaries. to the... Revolutionaries. Yeah, stick it <laughs> to the, the man type. Yeah. And so even the apostles were like, probably he's going to be like that. Yeah when Jesus and he's like, mm, no. And he tells Paul, cause Paul says like, you're the son of man. You're, you're Christ. You're God. Peter, Peter, excuse me. Like, <laughs> Heresy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Keep going. Um, he said, he's, uh, Peter says that. And he said, yep, you've heard this directly from the spirit. Like this is correct. And I think that's something that's important in the Christmas story is a lot of like, even now it's so weird to see this wrestle mm-hmm. between um, how do I say it? Progressive Christians and conservative Christians that it's, it's so, it's like almost awkward because it's like, I feel everybody's making Jesus to be this person who, no, I swear this yeah. is how he is. I swear mm-hmm. this is how he is. I swear this is how he mm-hmm. is. And I feel like it's just Jesus during this time right now, when we're remembering this season, when he came down mm-hmm. asking us like, who do you say I am? Right. And yeah. I see people all over the place. Like, no, he's like this person. No, he's like this. He, and it's like, uh. but who do you say? You yeah, know? Like, exactly. You know? Yeah. And I, I think, go ahead. Sorry. Oh no, it was just funny. It's like, we try and make Jesus conform mm-hmm. to our ways of thinking instead of conforming our ways to his thinking and mm-hmm. just trying and putting him in a box mm-hmm. of like, this is, this is on and our sides, this whole mm-hmm. idea of sides. Oh mm-hmm. my goodness. But like, he's on our side instead of Jesus. There's like, there's no science. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Well, and that's, it's kind of interesting because when he asked that question to Peter, he says, you know, who do they say? And Peter says, well, some say this, some say this, mm. but, <clears throat> and like there's, you have the groups and Jesus brings it to the individual, you know, yeah. but who do you say I am? Right. And right now it's like, like you guys say, politically, it's like, oh, well, the Republicans are this and the Democrats are this. And it's like, mm-hmm. I sounded like Ben Shapiro right there. Huh? <laughs> I didn't mean to. Um, and it's like bringing it back to an individual level. And our faith is an individual, personal relationship that unfortunately has nothing to do with any of you guys, you know? Mm-hmm. 
and that's the way it was intended yeah i think it's weird to see jesus become this like just tool to be used by Mm -hmm. human beings and it's like what (laughs) like i promise you it's because what I see right now is like people using Jesus to just fit, like you said, conform to their like, no, he would be super against. Yeah. It's like people are, especially because of the gathering of things, it's like Jesus would be safe and he'd not want to get people sick. And other people are like, Jesus would be with the 10 million people. right now. And it's like, I don't know the answer to all that, but it's yeah. like just to see people trying to say Jesus would be this or would be that for something so petty as this. It's like, do you guys yeah. not see the overarching picture of who Jesus is? He came into the world at its darkest moment, at one of its darkest moments. Some could say the darkest, right? And people right now could say, no, this is the darkest. And it's like, either way, Jesus came into a very dark world. While we're still yet sinners, Christ came. He died for us. And I think that's what I guess I really want to get across right now for the Chris for Christmas time is like, it's seriously all about Jesus. Yeah. It's all about what he would want. It's always all about um, who he is. And he's a, he's a God who unites, who brings people together for one name, for one purpose. And it's just crazy that I see Christmas turning into this moment where it's like, no, it's about shopping or it's about how God would want this or God would want that. It's like, how about we just stop? And look to him yeah more than anything yeah I think one big thing too is in, in going into the idea of fitting God into our own mold is like a lot of times we just don't know scripture yeah and, and we don't understand the characteristic traits of Jesus himself and even sometimes when we read the scripture we don't know exactly the emotions that are coming through unless it says but it's like I think a lot of times for those that try to fit Jesus into a certain mold it's because they don't aren't well versed in the verses, mm-hmm. um, which can be a big problem. But I just want to add on going into the idea of like what it would look like with Jesus coming. I think one of the coolest parts of this Jesus story is at the end of Malachi, the last book of the Old Testament, from that point to the New Testament in Matthew, there's a 400 year gap. And they call Crazy. it, yeah, which is wild. I, they, they call it, I have it right here. Yeah, the 400 silent years of mm-hmm. when Jesus or when God doesn't speak to really anybody. There's no prophets. There's nothing like that going on. And it's like in that moment, like I wonder what's going through their minds. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm like, that would be crazy. And then out of nowhere some some scuffles happening and like mm-hmm. mary's pregnant mm-hmm. and it's like she's saying it's coming uh-huh. from the holy spirit it's you, like you'd probably be like what exactly <laughs> and i think yeah. it's funny because the contrast of it, it's like they waited these 400 years and after these 400 years has happened now that jesus is here there's still so many people that did not believe mm-hmm. that this was Jesus and mm-hmm. this was the savior of the world. And you flash forward to today in the idea of the Christmas story, there's still so many people that still don't believe in Jesus after mm-hmm. seeing everything that's happened and being able to look at this in history mm-hmm. and still not believing in it. That to me is probably one of the more shocking things when it comes to the Christmas story is just how similar it looked. Mm-hmm. I was just going to say, it's like, it'll never be enough, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, the thing about Jesus, and I'm kind of speaking mostly to Christians, but it's like, uh, again, this is fresh on my mind because of our Bible study. We just talked about this in depth, but there's like a a point where the Pharisees and the Sadducees are like, uh, they approach Jesus and they're like, well, give us a sign from heaven Mm -hmm. that you're God or whatever. And he's like, 
in my head, I see because right before that, he like fed the four thousand. He healed all the people. And he's like, "Well, give it." Then they're like, "Give us a sign from heaven." He's like, "Look at all this stuff that I've been doing. Like, what do you mean? I've given you so many signs. You just, you know, it's never enough." And I think in the same way, it's like we've come up with too many ways to logically explain things. That mm-hmm. God's like, if you want to, if you really want to stop and look around to see what I've done, like you would realize that it's enough. Yeah. In fact, if I stopped doing the things that in your mind are subtle you would know that I stopped doing them, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think you're right. It's like we've, it's just never enough. We'll never, yeah. as, a, as, a, as a world, you know? I think that's like such an interesting thought. <clears throat> what you said is like we all have this scientific answer now to pretty much anything and everything we want. And mm-hmm. there's still those questions that just can't be answered. And at the end mm-hmm. of the day, that's God. But we as humans, we want the answer. So we can't accept the fact that God's done something like that. Mm-hmm. Or Jesus has come and done all these different things and he is the answer. But because there's not a scientific answer for it, we get so caught up on that. Mm-hmm. It's such an interesting thought. Yeah. Yeah. I think one thing I've been speaking to my brother a lot about is we have, this is kind of sidetracking from all, from what we're talking about, but this relationship with science um, should be a rela- relationship with science. That's the thing. But people, for whatever reason, and we haven't done a greatest job, like I guess Christians in general, it's just more of like the, oh, if you believe in science, like mm-hmm. you don't believe in God. or It's it's like, what? Like God created science. Yeah. He's, he's about this, you know? Well, he, that's how he created the world was through these principles, these yeah. designs, these implementations of science. Yeah. Like I never understood that either, the like the separation of them yeah and and people feel that fire but it should it's it goes hand in hand i mean god God created it so it's um science can be used to show the beauty of god exactly you know and that's the relationship i think is that's a healthy one that's like a correct one not this one that's bringing pitchforks but anyways that's a (laughs) that's a side note um I think something I want to go back to what you were saying, Chuck, is that 400 years of silence. Imagine being a people group and trying to be hopeful 400 years later. Like you don't get anything like there's no news. You don't hear anything. It's like I wouldn't be hopeful at that point. If I'm this these generations later, I'm like, for what? But isn't that like where we are right now as Christians? Yes. You know? Yes. Were you going to get there? Yes. Oh, sorry, dude. No, you're to- that's totally fine. You Exactly what you said is we had this rough year, and it's like, oh, my gosh. It's been a rough year. <laughs> that sound. I don't know if I made that noise throughout this year, but maybe I did. But, like, as a whole, it's just like, oh, my gosh, this has been a rough year. And I don't want to negate, yes, it has been a rough year for a lot of people, you know? mentally uh physically family wise whatever virus wise everything but we should have so much hope because i think the bible and just life in general everything good it's like it's an age-old saying like nothing good comes easy you know Mm -hmm. and um being patient in something allowing something to grow allowing something to to build up it's like and eventually god's going to like pull us through and be like this is why and in in our culture at least here it's we got that microwave culture i know my pop said that a long time ago but it's true we got the microwave culture it's like dinner food um clothing everything's that are Mm -hmm. right here right here right now we can have it instantly yeah but that's not how life works yeah it really is not how life works in any other regard except for instant gratification and the best things take time yeah i think Oh, go sorry. For it. No, no, you go. go. <laughs> no, you go. Well, 
when what's interesting about relating to where we are now and i think what's important to know is that um in the way jesus came in the way the story played out and god's plan played out is not what was expected of the people and i think we need to remember that going in to the forthcoming years and, and just as we move on that things aren't going to be necessarily how we expect them to mm. come mm-hmm. like jesus didn't come he's the son of god the the king and he's come he's born in a manger mm-hmm. and the lowest of low to a virgin like just subverting everyone's expectations mm-hmm. of how he's to come just in the lowest born into the lowest of positions mm-hmm. um you know and i think it's so important to remember that as we go on that you know what we expect jesus and this is kind of going back to being what we expect jesus to be and how god's plan works out isn't necessarily like how what our mind might go to exactly and i think you said it better than i did but yes <laughs> <No>. <laughs> like god has something that's so clear not to us right now but it's something so unexpected and something that we look at and it's like how how yeah. is this going to happen this way but he i mean the jesus the christmas story is exactly that it's a story of unexpe- unexpectedness and um weird you hear all this all of a sudden like this mary's yeah. pregnant and after 400 years and it's, nobody would have thought nobody could have written mm-hmm. that you know yeah, exactly. <laughs> but had they to, did yeah mm-hmm. they did yeah, after they... <laughs> afterwards you know uh, or no no no, no. no but, you're talking about yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. but before yes like they they like talked about it but to see it happen and unfold yeah. is like this can't be real right mm-hmm. i know we've read this i know we it's like some of the prophets talked about it but this is really happening it's been it's roman oppression roman rule this is miserable yeah i don't know that to me the, the when it comes to the christmas story it's probably my favorite part is the fact that it was talked about beforehand and we read that in isaiah seven fourteen, um when he prophesies that there is going to be the savior of the world born of a virgin and that was written 700 some odd years before jesus came into this world and that right there to me alone, if, if someone's listening right now, it's like you're skeptical about the Bible and stuff like that. It's like that right there alone. Like if you look at through like the lenses that I do, like in a historic view or like in more of a practical view, it's like to think that this was written 700 years before and really throughout the whole entire Bible, there's so many prophecies that come to come to pass from Jesus's birth. It's like either the Old Testament and the Bible is just really a, bunch, a book of a bunch of really good guessers or it's like actually inspired by the Holy Spirit spirit and like Mm. obviously i lean a little bit more towards the it's inspired by the (laughs) holy spirit but it's like that right there to me is the most interesting fact of the christmas story Mm. yeah Um, i know i agree a hundred percent and i think it's just i I don't remember where we're talking about it but it's it's like historically proven that jesus was a person who walked the earth you want to know how they proved it tell me science hey was it that or more literature literature science all that good stuff <laughs> it's like the histories yeah yeah but you know what i was thinking about right now when you guys were talking i was thinking kind of going back to what we were saying earlier but you were saying how like 700 years ago that was written and even when he's born the people most of them are like we don't know i have no idea who he is you know all that stuff but you have the three uh wise men magi and all that you have mm-hmm. them and i was thinking about how and this is just follow me for a second. I was thinking about how, like, right now, there's prophecy that's still to be fulfilled, right? And most people, 
I would say most Christians have no idea about mm-hmm. what the heck to expect at all whatsoever. You know, they see imagery maybe in Revelation, but they have no idea what to think. But I was thinking how when there's when a certain amount of time passes that you just forget and you don't think about it. So these people weren't ready for the Messiah to be here. They weren't able to understand that this was the Messiah because either they gave up looking for it, they became jaded and were like, everybody's been the Messiah, quote unquote. <laughs> right? And so, but there's the, there's the Magi and the wise men who were like, we read the scriptures, we know what to look for, and he's here. And those are the people that I want to be like because we know that Jesus is supposed to yet make another return, right? Mm-hmm. And I want to make sure that I'm aware of the signs. I'm aware because that's that's the reality. Most people in that 400 years were probably like, can you guys get over this Messiah, dude? Yeah. You know? And most people now are like, can you guys get over this <laughs> thing? And I'm like, I'm not going to get over it, <laughs> you know? Um, but I think it was just important to be aware, you know? And that was what made the difference between these people and, unfortunately, a lot of the religious leaders who mm-hmm. couldn't even see Jesus for who he was right in his face, you know? That mm-hmm. was the difference. It's, I don't know, dude. That's... <laughs> Imagine being those Pharisees and those Sadducees in that time. Like, what? Well, their eyes were off of Jesus. They were off of completely. The, yeah. it was, it was, that was not the point. The point was power. The point was uh, rank. The point mm-hmm. was, you know, pride. That was their mm-hmm. point. So if that, if whatever, whoever this guy was didn't fit in there, and he, that wasn't it. There was no chance of being humble before another oh, common theme we are seeing <laughs> or oh, we yeah. see throughout yeah. history and today i mean that will yeah i mean i don't no. know where i was going to you're <laughs> <laughs> not wrong you're right no it's it is common it's just like the pursuit of pleasure you know mm-hmm. and the pursuit of like what fills um your truth yeah <laughs> your truth your boat your what your house like mm-hmm. just yeah. only you you know and that's totally something that we see and we'll see forever. Everybody, we've talked about this too. I think everybody's a little hypocritical from time to time. They right. were, they were majorly like, <laughs> would you, you know, when you, when you use God's name to make people feel lower and worse and less than whew. yikes. I mean, if we want to be real, there's still churches that do that. <laughs> there's be real. still oh, every, yeah. a lot of people that do yeah. that, you know? And so I, the just the story of Jesus, the Christmas story is one I think that's powerful for one, but also I just, I think when used properly and just how we're talking about all these different things, it's like, okay, yeah, there's, there's historians in the past who've proven that mm-hmm. or who also who've written about like Alexander the Great and different Roman history yeah. that have written about Jesus. You know, there's like mm-hmm. Pliny the Younger or the Elder. That's like one of them. Yeah. And also talking about these prophecies so it's like oh my gosh they they wrote about jesus and also these people years before them wrote about jesus this prophecy and i think it's something so powerful and so truthful and it's like i don't get how people oh i think when you actually do the research and your due diligence it's like okay there's something here yeah you know rather than so much like it's an it's so much easier to just deny and be like nah and do no no none of your own groundwork than it is to like actually research and say no 100% no. Yeah, and I think, and we talked about it a little bit, if I can remember right, talking about different like emotions and how we are emotionally driven. It's like I think sometimes too, 
like having a relationship with Jesus, that's like an emotional experience if you if you really want to look at it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think also, too, it can be used in the opposite way where those that don't have a relationship with Jesus could also be emotionally driven, where they see how Jesus affects other people emotionally or maybe how it whatever that might look like and they don't want to get their emotions invested into a relationship with Jesus and it turns them away from it which is just Mm -hmm. a wild thing Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people uh, spend time chasing that high too oh yeah that emotional high even with Jesus Uh you know there's some people who like get saved at like some maybe some big conference and it's this song that was playing and it was it was Phil Wickham leading worship you know during this time and <laughs> that it's was like, me <laughs> <laughs> and you kind of like chase that feeling yeah. though again and then you feel almost like you can't reach that feeling like again it's always underwhelming yeah and you're mm-hmm. like and maybe you start to turn away but I think which goes to your point is yeah when we are only led to those emotional things it eventually does just kind of become eh yeah meh and I think the truth of Jesus, the truth of God, the truth of who he is, is that was when that comes in is like, this is sustaining mm-hmm. no matter your emotion. This is sustaining no matter your feeling, no matter your thoughts or um, whatever else is going on. And I yeah. think those two things working in tandem is just like the one, two punch totally. of who God is. I remember in um, at summer camps and youth groups getting that what they called the mountaintop high, <laughs> <laughs> you know, that, that one night in summer camp when it's the give your, give your heart to Jesus uh-huh. <laughs> night and really powerful. Definitely. I remember, um, having like friends and people to come who'd rededicate their lives or who mm-hmm. would, you know, um, give their lives to Christ during those times. Um, and it was just, and just witnessing that emotion and that feeling in other people, it's so visceral mm-hmm. and it's really hard to, to deny Jesus when you see that in other people, when you see mm. how other people light up and, mm-hmm. and everything, and you can literally see Christ in, in other people yeah. and, mm-hmm. and, um, and how they act and, and in that moment. And I remember not, like never really getting that, um, mm. as someone who grew up in the church and I guess have, have been a Christian or, or have been around Christian and God for so long, you know, never like really having that visceral moment of mm-hmm. whatever it is that feeling is. And just, I remember in high school and, and in college feeling so frustrated by that and, and feeling mm-hmm. so um, confused and, and lonely and just like, well, is like what other people's feeling is, and I'm not feeling that, is there something wrong with my relationship with mm-hmm. God or am I missing something? Or even those questions of like, is God even there? Like, Mm -hmm. why am I not having this feeling of, you know what I mean? And I think it just looks so different for everyone Mm -hmm. that that emotional connection to God can look so different in so many different ways. And it's not sometimes for some people, it is these moments of clarity and these really intense highs, but you know, for others, it's just like, it's a quiet, a subtle, like, um, continual Mm -hmm. feeling, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, but, just you bringing that up just brought up a lot of memories (laughs) some good some bad but Uh just a lot of you know and what you're saying like god is always so constant and so consistent regardless of whether we're up whether we're down Mm -hmm. whether we're angry whether you know we're super ecstatic in that moment he's always there with us through all of those Mm -hmm. um feelings and i think that's just such a beautiful picture of who jesus is that Mm -hmm. 
he is who he is regardless of take all the emotion out of it you mm-hmm. know take all of our feelings out of it mm-hmm. yeah i think that like no but that just goes back to this whole idea of the 400 silent years exactly you know yeah. and like that to me is the crazy part it's like me being me it's like if i never had those types of moments and say like they didn't have those in those 400 years is like would i really be a christian to this day yeah you know what i mean mm-hmm. and so to hear that from kaylee's it's like that to me is powerful like that to me like that's a strong relationship with god is to trust him in those moments you know what i mean mm-hmm. i don't know it's just cool no i agree that's that's like my life every day bro is not feeling god like (laughs) no i think back and we talked about that too i think on thursdays when we take the context of the bible for what it is and Mm -hmm. put ourselves in these people's positions it's like would i be as faithful as i say i am right now Mm. that's a great question now i don't know (laughs) when i think it's sometimes it's hard to know at least when i was growing up and hearing these like what god sounds like or what you know what what like people saying like god speaking to them like well remember i was saying like what does that really look like (laughs) and i think that goes back to the christmas story as well it's like not knowing what to expect not knowing um having this idea of who jesus is who god is what he's going to look like and then it being totally the opposite yeah you know Mm -hmm. i mean i think i think that's why a lot of people get turned away from faith Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i think they get misrepresented god gets misrepresented and then when it doesn't line up and it doesn't show up like that, it's like, well, I'm done with this. Yeah. You know? Or like the Christianese terms, like hearing from God, it's like 99% of the time, it's not going to be a verbal voice that you're going to hear from God. Mm-hmm. And But we've t- so Christi- Christianized these verbiage that makes it sound like we're hearing from God or we're having these ty- different types of experiences. Like we're one-on-one with God right now. And it's like, realistically in human form like that's not how it is Mm -hmm. but i think exactly like you said as someone comes into the church and they hear like i'm not hearing from god or i'm not having that type of an experience with god it must mean that i my christianity is broken or god (laughs) doesn't want to speak to me and then they walk away Mm -hmm. and it's a sad picture really Mm -hmm. and yet we had our friends who had 400 years of silence exactly still remain faithful that's wild (laughs) Let's talk about some just uh, misconceptions about Christmas because I think it's just uh, something that's really easy to, I think the Jesus story gets misconstrued, not even in terrible ways, like the whole idea of just like, oh, there's three wise men and that's Mm -hmm. all that that rolled up. Mm -hmm. It is. That's what my nativity sign says. <laughs> There's a nativity outside. You can go look at it. You tell me how many people were there. It took me an embarrassingly long amount of time before I realized that like the wise men were not like at the birth of Jesus. Oh, like they, they missed it. Like they missed it they by missed a little bit, and then eight months later, is, uh-huh. you know, Jesus is running can... around already. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's already literally like small child yeah mm-hmm. no that's and that's why i wanted to talk about no, it no seriously it, it was and then i remember thinking it was like this was never talked about uh-huh. in the yeah, sermon yeah it's something so uh simple and i think that it's just good to know right i yeah. feel like it's just good to know the jesus story for what it is and yeah. um yeah they weren't there and there was <laughs> <laughs> number one yeah there was yeah, more than, there. there was more than just three too there's yeah. just like a group of people mm-hmm. more like 
I don't remember exactly the number, but like they would say like they would roll in like deep, like the hundreds. Like the Magi? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Just because, and I could be completely wrong, so don't quote me. <laughs> but if I remember correctly. Let me get my notebook out. Yeah, please. Um, but if I remember correctly, it's like, because the Magi were like of royalty. Mm-hmm. And so they would run deep mm-hmm. and they would run in caravans of people. And mm-hmm. so, it, and more than likely that yeah, was Frankincense, Gold, and Myrrh. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And there would be a lot. A mm. lot of it. And mm. so it, it is so funny to think that it was only three, but really it was close, probably closer to like 300 of just these yeah. people rolling deep. Yeah. Can you just... imagine watching that? Like being outsiders and you watching this caravan of people just like going to of go money. see Jesus. Yeah. Of all of these like riches and uh-huh. all of these like really expensive things. And you're just like an outsider in like mm-hmm. a village watching the caravan go by and you're like, what hey the guys. Heck? <laughs> <laughs> Just, I'd always think about that and, and try going. and like frame it in my head. Like, what did this really look like? Uh-huh. You know, and it's just, it's wild to think about. Mm-hmm. Well, even like, um, there's this idea and maybe it's just only me. I grew up thinking this. <laughs> we'll see when I say it. It's but. very informative. Um, <laughs> um, I grew up and I understood the Jesus story and I thought just like, oh, cause Satan didn't want God to have a a place for Mary and Joseph. That's why they couldn't find one. Or it was just like the enemy working against mm. them. Like, cause it just had to be this truly underdog story and everything, which it, it's for sure. Like an underdog. So he's born in a manger, you know? So, yeah. but everybody was there. And the reason, yeah. so I don't know if, like I said, that might be my own misconception. I don't know if that's something that you guys ever thought through in your guys's heads. Like, uh, I see what you're saying. Like, he didn't get his, uh, like, people knew of him as a child. It wasn't like, and they were excited as a child, where, like, you're saying, is that kind of what you're saying? Like, no, just, like, why there, for the reason why there wasn't any rooms anywhere. I think, oh. I think some of it has to, did you have an answer? No, go ahead. I think some of it has to do with, um, and I can, again, I could be completely wrong. Um, I think some of it has to do with just their background and them coming into because I know they were from they were in Nazareth and then the census happened and so they got pushed out to Bethlehem mm-hmm. and like that in itself we talked about unexpected like to me that's unexpected like I would mm-hmm. not want to do that like travel I think it was like eighty miles from Nazareth to um, Bethlehem or from Bethlehem yeah no from Nazareth to Bethlehem it's like pregnant like I'm chilling mm-hmm. like no thank you yeah um, but when they get there it's like they had nothing. Mm-hmm. And nobody wanted to let them in. And obviously the Bible doesn't, if I can, again, remember right, the Bible doesn't show why that they didn't, no one was letting them in. It just said that all the ends, all the rooms, they just okay. weren't there. Yes. So this is what I want to talk about exactly. <laughs> okay. Because it's not so much necessarily this nobody wanted to let them in as mm-hmm. much as it is because it's a census and Mary and Joseph weren't traveling. Like, this is like 99%. They weren't traveling just them two. Like, they were yeah. traveling with their whole entire family, for one, mm-hmm. because that's how Eastern culture was. It's like, you're taking a census, so your whole family's rolling deep with you. Same way as the Magi. Mm-hmm. Like, you're all rolling through together. And because they're taking a census, everybody in the whole country is there trying to, like, make that happen. Mm-hmm. So, it's obviously adds to the story of Jesus that he was born in something so low, right? And that's beautiful. And uh, I'm not taking anything away from that, but the misconception, like I said, is um, 
it's not so much that people didn't want them or didn't want to let them in is that there was legit just no room because of how many people were there mm-hmm. and then this huge another huge family coming through and so they couldn't find anywhere mm-hmm. and so they had to pick a random place and that's the misconception that i wanted to talk about that's oh. the one that i get in my head because i think um the same thing that everybody hated them or something everybody yeah. couldn't stand them so they're just like kick them out but it was more so just it really was just packed everybody in the country everybody was there for that reason and so you go any i mean you go to like disneyland or the beach on fourth of july good luck finding a parking spot you know i think and too i'm just like looked it up right now and uh it was like in the bible it says that they were um they were turned away and to be turned away is not really the same as being rejected just meaning like the ends were full yeah um so more than likely that's exactly what that was Mm -hmm. like what you just said Mm -hmm. exactly so that's i'm glad i'm not the only one who had that misconception because I thought that in my head, like, yeah. oh, everybody hates them. <laughs> everybody can't stand them. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? He was literally born in, in like, the manger. But everybody, like you said, was there for the census. Mm-hmm. Like, he was born in the middle. And every so many people were there. Mm-hmm. And, like, nobody realized mm-hmm. that, like, Jesus <laughs> right Dude, next that's to him. Jesus. <laughs> You're just shaking people like, that's the savior. You need to get it together. (laughs) (laughs) You need to get it together. Uh, I just see it as chaos, dude. Yeah. Ensuing. But yeah, a lot of people being like, oh, whatever. Mary finally had her kid. Like, some of her own family probably thinking like, I wonder whose kid that is. So that was my, not necessarily, I get misconception, but more so I think thing that doesn't get talked about that much Mm -hmm. is joseph in like joseph's position mm-hmm. i mean oh my gosh like mary's pregnant everyone is assuming it's your kid mm-hmm. you're not married yet mm-hmm. and it's going against all your religious cultural norms it's a huge like that's a huge no and just to like constantly be like having to deal with that and like the judgment from yeah. other people from your family because mm-hmm. who's going to believe you i mm-hmm. mean you're like yep well mary's pregnant from yeah God, it's like yeah that is definitely just glanced over i mm-hmm. think so and i just can't even imagine how he was and like how the relationship mm-hmm. was to have to go through that period of time of so mm-hmm. much again so much judgment and so much just people looking at mm-hmm. you like yeah. i can't believe that and i feel like in his head at least this is where my head would be is like you put two and two together and you're like that's not my kid. I know she said it's like <laughs> from God. He's going to be called the son of man. But I'm sure there's still some yeah, wait, in the back of his head. Yeah. Like, yeah, humanly like, A plus doubt. B equals yeah. C, man. Yeah, like, yeah. What, did, what did you do? You know? Yeah. Exactly, though. <laughs> and it seems, though, like you, like you said, it is definitely something that's just like ran over, not really thought about. But I'm sure just, there is so much that's going on in his head. Yeah. And a lot of like back and forth dude almost. i just think of him being around his boys and he's like telling dude she's pregnant and it wasn't me and they're just and he's like but it's from god and his boys are like dude <laughs> like buddy that's not from god <laughs> like imagine that that conversation dude that'd which, be funny which is true though yeah. probably and, and that's something that i think is a misconception probably how tough that was yeah just from for everybody for mary for joseph you're basically looked down upon mm-hmm. like shunned like well yeah because it's at a wedlock like how dare you yeah right like the bible the story starts when it's like the angel comes to mary in the dream 
tells her and then we get okay now they're on their way the census is happening now they're on yeah. their way to Bethlehem like all that time in between oh my gosh like how much faith testing that was yeah. that mm -hmm. whole period of time mm -hmm. that's it's nuts Joseph they were Jewish right mm -hmm. yeah so like in the Bible like it says like the, one of the prophecies was that he would be born in Bethlehem mm -hmm. so it's like maybe in their mind he's like well hold on that's from God we're on our way to Bethlehem odds are he's going to be born in Bethlehem Maybe this does add up, you know, uh -huh. maybe, you know, that might be a comforting thing, maybe. Uh -huh. And I think what you're talking about where we're going now is something that's important just in general for people who follow Christ, because I feel like God gives us passions. He gives us purposes. He gives us visions that we do all the time, though. It's like, maybe it's not from God. Mm. Maybe this yeah. isn't from him. Maybe this isn't the one. But then at the same time, like, but wait, it's like kind of what we talked about, too. When you back it up to the truth, it's like. But this is what the scriptures say. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this is what God says. So you know what? Maybe this Could is be. this is the right. way. But then you, you have know? to like because uh, it's like like a modern day you'd call it like conspiracy theories. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Imagine if something like that happened now with all they the, would, the would, memes and all the conspiracy like if I told you everything. like look what's happening is there's a war that's about to go down in the Middle East. Mm -hmm. All right. And Israel needs to be at peace for it to all happen. And they just made a peace deal. So that means the war is going to happen. And then God's going to come back. You'd be like, dude, which all that, by the way, is actually happening. <laughs> and that's all prophecy, by the way. But it's like you hear that and you're like, oh, yeah, here we go. But you're like, dude, that's, that's what it says. You know, like that's yeah. that's what it says. And even like in a, you're on a personal level, it's like God speaks to you. But you got to it's got to be kind of what it says. It's got to be somewhere in there. Right. Otherwise, yeah. it's just what is it you know but i don't know I, I just think it it is the modern day conspiracy where it's like you talk about it and people can be like dude what is this guy talking about you yeah know? it's like i swear it says it's gonna happen you know joseph was just like the crazy uncle on facebook <laughs> dude back then <laughs> that's exactly what he was dude <laughs> and everybody went finally went like joseph wait a minute <laughs> My God. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. Oh my goodness. Do you have I'm, something to say, Chuck? Yeah, but it's just like a different um, no, misconception is the fact that Jesus wasn't born on December 25th. Mm -hmm. I think that's, that's the easiest one. Yeah. Not mm -hmm. easiest, but I feel like the most common one. Yeah. But I, I even remember when I first started coming to church and like someone said that to me and I was like, what? You know what? You want to know something funny? The first time I ever heard that was in the middle of my very first message of being the junior high pastor, or junior high director here. Someone in the back was like, Jesus wasn't born December 25th. Mm -hmm. And like said it under his breath, but not under his breath. Uh -huh. And like, I didn't know what to do. So I just kept going. Like if I didn't even hear him. You heard it and you're like, you should have argued with him. <laughs> that would have been bad. <laughs> this 11 year old's like, yes, he was, dude. <laughs> But it's a, it's a common misconception that I feel like too many people don't know about mm -hmm. um, because I think, too, at the same time. But that can even be something that I think when people look at that and they've realized that Jesus wasn't born December 25th, they look at the whole entire faith of Christianity and be like, you guys base it on 
this season that we celebrate of Jesus's birth when he really wasn't even born then. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of times I can turn people away from church and we turn people away from that kind of relationship because then we have Christians that don't know how to answer that. Mm -hmm. Case in point, me, even as a director over junior high uh -huh. but it's like that's the crazy part about it mm -hmm. and but it will eventually lead to people not really truly believing because of that at mm -hmm. least in my opinion mm -hmm. oh i was just gonna say i think what you have to do is not treat christmas as like a birthday party you know yeah where as it's more of a uh, reflection time it's mm -hmm. more of like a we're going to de designate this time to be like, to bring us back. And although America royally screwed that up, but, <laughs> but that was the idea, you know? And the idea was like, you were going to give a gift so we can remember the gift that was given to us. And again, we really took that too far, but, or and maybe we didn't, but it's, it, to me, it's irrelevant. It's like the principle is the same. It's like, we're using this time to remember, to reflect, to be grateful and to kind of bring us back down. Um, and it's not it's not a birthday party, but yeah. we're reflecting on the gift that was given to us, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's and I've heard it spoken to me like it's exactly what you said, Jake. It's not so much that we are like worshiping that day or something mm -hmm. or like right. this day is sacred or it's just uh, this is the time that. I guess we as a collective people decided like, hey, let's focus on this for one. And like you said, yeah, I think by and large a lot of people have screwed it up yeah i think it's still really focused and people know why christmas yeah you know everybody under sees that may not want to understand it but they see it at least you know but it's just the time it's not the time that we worship as much as like you said the gift that was given to us mm -hmm. and it was around this christmas time that jesus was conceived right yeah like when the dream came to mary and the angel the angel came to mary and it was yeah. around that time that he was conceived. And then so he would have been birthed at like in September-ish, right? Exactly. Yeah. That is, that's one. I grew up in the church and I remember when I learned that, I was like, what in mm -hmm. God's name <laughs> did you just say about my Lord and Savior? <laughs> How so dare good. you say that's not his birthday? Exactly. I have a shirt that says it's the birthday boy. It's a Christmas sweater. So... <laughs> Jake's over here saying don't celebrate his birthday and I'm like well this is awkward it's like that episode of The Office where he's like sorry for the lame party Jesus oh, <laughs> Christmas party that's, got that's like a meme that just happy birthday up. Jesus sorry yeah. your party's so lame yeah, sorry your party's so lame uh, so good that, that meme is all hot right now huh? yeah, yeah just cause of COVID oh uh, yeah that's true uh, <laughs> alright um, do you guys have anything to add to that any quick misconceptions that you thought? Of? I think those are like all the big ones. Yeah. yeah. And the ones that's like, oh, dang, I didn't know that. If you don't do your research, it's like, make sure you do your research. Yeah. Don't take our word. Yeah. We could be wrong too, Matt. <laughs> oh. Dude, we've said it before everything we've said. Yeah. It's like, I'm pretty sure I'm wrong. But... <laughs> fact no, check. No, no, I'm, uh, no, I'm confident in everything I say. I'm actually the podcast fact checker. So, do I say something? Huh? Say something? Oh gosh! The One's sky fun. is blue. Wrong. <laughs> See, I'm fact checker now. So dang it! That is actually a refraction of a bunch of different lights. <laughs> Yikes! Wow, you believe in science? <laughs> Unbelievable. So, Keep us on track. Dylan. So I am wrong. You are wrong, <laughs> exactly. um, Okay, we'll end it with some fun ones really quick. 
Um, best Christmas song away. Let's. Oh no. Best Christmas song. I don't have a best Christmas song, uh-huh. but I love anything that is Christmas trap. Like by, that by DMX. <laughs> Not even the DMX one, but just like any of the classic original Christmas songs that has like a EDM beat to it. Like I'll listen to normal Christmas, like waiting for it to drop because mm-hmm. I'm so used to just like <laughs> just rap Christmas. Uh-huh. I just love it. That yeah. like legit brings joy to my Christmas season. <laughs> Do you think that the Lord spoke to Michael Bublé and was like, <laughs> he's like, your call is Christmas music. That's all I need from you. Well, who who listens to him at any other time before December? Well, True. I know, but that's what I'm saying is like that's the one thing he offered the world, and that's all the world needed from him. Dude, I love Michael Bublé. That sounds really Christmas shallow. Album. I don't mean it like that, but you know what I mean. Yes. It's great. It's so good. People hate on it, though. I don't think that's a common theme amongst people's... People don't like and, it? Yeah, I don't... I, everybody I I'm talk to Santa is like, buddy. Oh. <laughs> I don't like Santa that part. buddy. That's the only part. Um, I don't know. My favorite song, though, definitely is either the Christmas song. It's classic. Um, What's the, the Christmas song? Chestnuts roasting oh, on okay. an open Is that what it's called, the Christmas song? Mm-hmm. It was mm-hmm. like the first one ever just like stole the username i, I don't know the history oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's either that one or oh holy night oh holy night might have to be mine mm-hmm. or i'll join uh jared who i'll speak for jared who's also not here and he will say the dmx version of <laughs> Rudolph Rudolph. Reindeer. <laughs> let me tell you why oh holy night though i remember my aunt used to sing it for church back in the day and she killed it and mm-hmm. then ever since i was a little kid i liked it and then it's like my favorite great mm. so there's Mine. more like merit to it go ahead kaylee sorry no i love that one it made me think of like because i was thinking more so uh secular christmas songs uh-huh. which like mistletoe have yourself a merry little christmas uh-huh. is one of mine but in terms of like more um like christmas worship songs um oh come emmanuel is actually Ooh. one of my favorites i forgot about it's that so one. good it's so dark that's why it's moving. Yeah, it is. I like it. I like that. But I love all those songs, like Oh Holy Night, Silent Night, Oh Come Emmanuel. Um, Anything with O. Oh, right. <laughs> Was it? Is it called Gloria? No. I feel like there's a different name for it. Which um, song? I can't sing it because I can't sing. <laughs> you have um, to sing it. In Excelsis. In Excelsis. Oh, yeah. yeah. What is that? Oh. Why can't I? It's called the... Uh... Oh, Gloria in excelsis day. Is it never heard this? Oh, that one. Yeah, yeah. Okay, once you Thank do you. that, yeah. Gloria. But all those, love all those. Yeah. Is it called? It's called Gloria. Is it? I don't know. That's the only word. That's the I don't only know. I remember. I just know that last part. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> or is that the same song as Angels We Have Heard on High? That it is, might be that I think song. It's, I yeah. think it's that song. Uh-huh. <laughs> is it called Gloria? <laughs> See, the fact checker. Here. Yeah, there we go. here I am checking facts. I'm okay. still lost though. <laughs> no, but I redeemed it. Just like Jesus redeemed uh, okay. my soul. Tradition. Mm. What's the tradition? What's your guys' like, this is what we do? As a kid, we used to go dirt bike riding. Uh-huh. Christmas. Every Christmas morning, we wake up, open gifts, and then hop in our motor home and go to Glamis and spend the weekend there. And then now, since I'm older and my parents are getting real old, uh, we don't do that anymore. And mm. now we just hang out with family. Ah. Super fun. Your plan B is <laughs> my plan A. Chuck is hurt. I sound no resentment at all. And, and, then it, and then bring it back to the beginning of this, of how COVID's ruined everything. <laughs> so 
Put two and two together. <laughs> and then he can't wear his birthday boy shirt anymore. <laughs> oh, I'm still going to. <laughs> Worst Christmas ever. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Jesus, it's your birthday. <laughs> Tradition. Um, we kind of do the uh, the usual traditions of like just family. We do the tamales, you know, with oh. all sides of our family. So I've already had oh, like 13 cool. tamales. Mm-hmm. That sounds incredible. It's yeah, it's great. I love it. Um, but yeah, that's. I think that's okay. I got one. The Grinch was like my favorite movie for the, uh-huh. the Jim Carrey version. Was like my favorite movie. Mm-hmm. You don't oh, like the, you don't like the newest one. No, the cartoon uh, one. Yeah, that, that was. I'm just kidding. That one is so lame. I did watch it. And I was very upset. But uh, I used to always watch it. We as a fan, we'd always watch it. And then mm-hmm. this year, we were putting the tree up, and I put it on for my my son and it was like the first time we that's beautiful i'm just kidding it was it was great it was like carrying it on you know did you cry no did you want to no (laughs) i was very happy though yeah uh uh-huh i just don't cry like about a lot of things yeah we used to like okay (laughs) unless it's like pain like i stubbed my toe or something (laughs) no but yeah i was really excited it was like it's cool mr hard heart I'm just playing with you. I'm just giving you a hard time. That is a beautiful moment. It was. It was great. Did That's you Instagram cool. it? No. It didn't happen. <laughs> you think I'm going to give the CIA access to my... <laughs> so the inside of your house. I don't need his facial recognition yet. <laughs> in time. In time. Yeah. No, but yeah, it was great. Um, I was actually telling Raina before we started the podcast... Um, as a kid, we'd always watch ABC Family's 25 Days of Christmas, mm-hmm. like all throughout December. Like, I love those movies. Oh, mm-hmm. Those movies are some of my favorite. I just have the best memories of that. Mm-hmm. So last year, actually, um, right after Jeremy, because we got married in October of last year. And so we were just kind of still getting like settled into the apartment, trying to, you know, manage families, doing stuff with the holidays. And um, we're both working a lot more. So we just didn't like really watch any Christmas movies last year. So I told Jeremy, I sat him down, I said, listen, <laughs> we're watching this one and this uh-huh. one and this, and we've watched a lot of them. What a guy. Nice. What you, a guy. So. The, are you a fan of Jingle All the Way? Yes. Okay, nice. <laughs> I love oh, that. Yeah. I love that movie. All the old, like, Christmas Story? Dude, I've honestly never seen that I've never seen that That's the movie my mom makes me watch every Christmas for like three times in a row. I've heard it's great. It's Chuck a great movie. Chuck is so yeah. upset about Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> Chuck hates Christmas. I hate Christmas after this podcast, yeah. <laughs> he's, he's just realizing how much he hates this time of year. It's all this did, huh? <laughs> my mom always made us watch White Christmas. Really? That's where the song came from. Well, um, uh, false. Came from the movie before Holiday Inn. But anyway, <laughs> I know a lot about those movies. We've watched them like multiple times during the season. You know, Hallmark but... came out with eighty Christmas movies this year. Good. Good. Shut Hallmark up. movies. Eighty. What? That's six a month. That's beautiful. How much quality can actually go into a movie? Those if you're putting out six a month, those are rookie numbers. They need to bump those up, brother. <laughs> They're so bad. How can you and have a different plot? Like that's you it's can't. just the same regurgitated it, plot every time. Every movie of theirs is the same plot. And yet people you just, love it. Yeah, it's literally yeah. a movie from summer, but they just placed it in winter. <laughs> they just put like a snow effect on yeah. <laughs> and, threw, and threw like a Santa Claus at the mall scene. <laughs> to put a jacket on and called it a Christmas movie. 
I saw one on Netflix that was called, I have not watched it, it was called A California Christmas. And I just started laughing. <laughs> I just feel like the cover was like a pair of flip flops. <laughs> yeah, they were like in it a beach be. house or something. Yeah. It says Calabunga on it. <laughs> yeah. Sick dude. Um, I do the, I'm Mexican, so we do Christmas Eve, brother. Mm. Always Christmas Eve. Oh gosh, we do Here all we of it then. What's the point of having a Christmas day if you're just gonna not do the day? You Wait, know? when you mean all of it, do you mean like open all the presents, big open dinner, all the presents, that kind of thing? big dinner, I stay never up understood past that. midnight? Yeah. It's like there was a day designated for it. Why are you yeah. doing it the day before? Uh, I think Christmas Eve is more exciting than Christmas. Hot yeah, take. Christmas it's because day. Christmas is Jesus's birthday. <laughs> <laughs> We didn't, we didn't want to be busy on his birthday, so we did everything. Sorry, before. I honor the Sabbath. Yeah, <laughs> on Christmas. Yeah, dude. I'm sorry, I'm getting too lame. Um, yeah, we do the Christmas Eve thing. I'm just giving you a hard time. It's great because then you wake up late and kind of just chill, and yeah, I don't know. And Christmas yeah. is just a normal day. Exactly. That you get to spend with family. You don't have to deal with the anxiety of giving somebody's gift. It's like that's all taken care of. Christmas Day, you just get to hang out, play games. You Use get, your toys. You, you get Kick anxiety it. giving yeah. gifts? Uh, I do giving and opening them, yeah. Just the way you're going to react? It's like yeah, something I can't, you don't I can't like. stand the reaction. That is tough. That's become a thing for me, too. It's like, you could go into the other room and I'll open up my stuff. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of pressure to be really excited. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And I, most of the time I am. I'm very yeah. grateful. Like I, get, I do get excited, but I'm always like, oh, yeah, cool. this exactly. is sick. And I feel like I need to do more, but yeah. I'm just like, I don't have it in me. Oh, no way. <laughs> I promise I'm excited. Thank you. You know, and that's my super like, that's dope. Yeah. The other thing, and we'll close after this, but I like to watch uh, all the Christmas episodes of certain shows. Ooh, mm. that's a good oh, one. Oh, that's a good like yeah. how Like, I like How I Met Your Mother, The Office, Parks and Rec, What's New the best Girl, office one? The best office Christmas one? Uh, I don't know. Uh, when Dwight brings... When, what is it called? It, it's like the made up like Christmas. Yeah, it's Dwight's like culture. He brings his the culture German for Christmas. Culture. Yeah. And it's something super weird. That's such a good one. That one's good. Or when they try to, when uh, Santa, when Michael wants to be Santa, but <laughs> Phyllis, Phyllis is yeah. Santa. And then he just ruins everything. He gets so mad. He has, they take a vote and they all vote for Phyllis. And he's yeah. just so mad. I love that one. But anyways. Cool. I love that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That's I'm excited for Christmas. Now. I'm super stoked for Christmas. I love Christmas. Sorry, Chuck. I'm whatever about it right now. <laughs> Wait, Christmas on Friday, huh? Yes. Oh, so this will drop Christmas Eve. This is going to drop on Christmas, actually. Oh, yeah. Merry Christmas. It's our gift <laughs> Merry to Christmas. people. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry. That's a good song. You're welcome. <laughs> Dun, 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 that was dun. a really impressive mouth trumpet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got a pretty dope mouth trumpet. <laughs> <laughs> I hate everybody. I'm just kidding. No, That's I don't. The spirit of Christmas. But no, I'm super stoked for Christmas. For y'all who are listening, thanks for sticking with us this far if you got through it we're having a good time yeah, don't apologize just, for are, having a good that's time that's true man. i'm not gonna apologize it's christmas things are a little bit more lax and yeah. chuck hates it obviously <laughs> and he's the one who hates everybody true not me but i um, took on jared's role <laughs> <laughs> chuck's oh, mr sarcastic and angry today we'll talk about it after we stop <laughs> chuck's mad <laughs> but honestly i hope all of you guys have a great christmas with your family 
or if you're just keeping it trill just by yourselves with your immediate family like cool like do all that stuff but either way i hope you guys have a good time and remember um why we celebrate christmas and that jesus didn't necessarily wasn't born on christmas day but this is when we choose to celebrate so just keep all that in mind we hope you guys have enjoyed this we hope you guys have enjoyed the still loading podcast just in general this is the last one for the year Mm. um and i think that's pretty cool i think we're doing something pretty fun and i think we have a good time well i was just gonna say one last thing go ahead since i didn't realize this was the last one of the year Uh uh-huh oh just what a cool and what a what a great what should i say from where God has brought App Church as a whole, yeah, is pretty awesome, yeah. And it's you know it's because of everybody that's listening, it's because of all of us, and only because of Him, you know. Yeah. But it's just been it's awesome. I didn't realize it was the last one of the year. Yeah, I'm sad and excited. Last one of the year. We'll get right back to it though. That's true. So but new we'll, year, new us. Yeah, <laughs> there it is. That's what I'm and talking no about. And no Chuck. Mm, that might be the new one. Chuck might not make it past Christmas. He just I might not. You might hey. denounce his faith <laughs> on Christmas. Uh, I'm kind of scared of you. <laughs> scared of me or for me? Of you. Mm, I'd be both. scared too. Both. But uh, thank you guys for listening along. For it really means a lot. Um, subscribe. Leave a review on Apple Podcasts on YouTube. Like us on Instagram, at Have Church, all those things. Smash that like button on YouTube. But we really in, uh, enjoy doing this, and we're glad that you guys came along for the ride for this year. We'll be back and better than ever next year. But Merry Christmas! You guys have a good one. Uh, stay safe. And Jake, thanks for being here. Yep. Chuck, thanks for being here. Happy birthday, Jesus. Cableys, <laughs> thanks for being here. See you next year. And my <laughs> name is Dylan, and I love you guys, and I'll see you guys later.